Sign up with BetMGM Sports using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. weird it's normally plays i hear the music when it comes on why isn't that playing it's playing to listeners oh it's when i'm recording i guess hi this is jim the keys bartender and coming to you from uh jenna kelly's house her tiki bar let me turn this off here let me pause that uh i was you trying can, to use my you? i'm trying to use my pen your stylus my stylus <laughs> my, my pen wasn't working correctly i guess there's a lot that happens to a lot of guys my age <laughs> when their pens aren't operating correctly. Luckily, there's things that correct that. But yeah, I have a touchscreen laptop and I'm doing the sound and all that stuff. So it's episode 177. 177. Yeah, we're on the home stretch going into 200. Ooh. And we, uh, I call this episode bouncing at 30,000 feet. At 30,000 feet? Feet. Feet, no. Uh, <laughs> it's not bouncing like the, the porn bouncing where you mile high club. Actually, it would be the Five Mile High Club, um, bouncing like you would at a bar. Oh, gotcha. Bouncing someone out. And uh, there's a reason for it, and it had nothing to do with my recent trip. It was someone coming in. Uh, so this past, last night at work, uh, there was a young man. I hope, it, do we have everything in? Did I put my line in? Oh, I hope this is recording Are right you now. recording? Your line is in. Yeah, but it didn't ask when I put it in that, I wonder if we can listen to it at the same time. You know what? I've never tried it. Trying to listen to the show. I think sometimes there's a delay. There is a delay? Sometimes, I believe there is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I guess to save, save us from doing like, when do, where does it show up on Spreaker? Does Spreaker, right? Can I even get into it now? Let's see. Well, last night there was a young man. Let's see, Travis. Let's see what's going on. That's a new episode. The show's new. Oh, it's live. It says it's going live. Let's see. I just hope they can hear us. Yes. It says we're going. Oh, it says we're going out to listeners. So. All right. Who knows? Who knows? Yes. Uh, the the. Um, because I had this set up for headphones and I swapped them in. I think I may have hit line in. But uh, it was 9 o'clock at night. We had a relatively busy night for a Monday. And uh, what happened, uh, I, I feel we could talk about it because it didn't happen in our establishment. Okay. And I don't put anybody at, uh, but it was weird. Uh, my friend uh, uh, noticed someone was 
walking on the highway, Route 1, uh, careening down, walking barefoot uh, down the bike path and and staggering left and right going into the highway. So on the, the bike, well, okay, so in Key Largo we have like a bike path that's paved specifically down and there's also a little bike lane up on the street. This is the one on the south side of Route 1. On okay. uh, northbound so lane, in the northbound lane. So it's a, it's a separate lane. bike lane. So they're not actually in the street. Well, he was going into the street. In the, okay. He was going to where he was. He was going in the street. And he was staggering. He was obviously drunk. He did not come out of our establishment. Okay. And uh, he had gone up a block, and they seen him. Uh, I guess as he went by, he must have. Uh, he actually didn't go. He was on the opposite corner, so on the next street down. But you could see him staggering all around so she had me go out and run after him and he had gone down the next street line and he was leaning up on the fence where there's a, uh, a fruit stand and he was tall he was around 6'5 tall thin guy uh, young looked like he was anywhere from 20 to 23 okay um, and uh, found out his name was Tim eventually okay but he was a mess no shoes no keys no wallet you know, I, I would so, have like, checked. Drunk it. or drugged out? I, I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell with this one. He he was staggering. He could have been both. Okay. But he he said uh, eventually we got at him. They left a party with his friend's house. I don't know how good of friends they were. You know, to let a guy like that leave. Right. And Careful. And he told us where he eventually found. He remembered his address, kinda. He said 441, then he said 141. And I won't say the street because okay. I don't want to give the guy's name away. Um, I mean, Tim. There's tons of Tims. So. Yeah, there's a lot of Tims. Tims. So, but it turned out it was 11 miles south. Jeez. And he was heading north. But it was near a place that had Lime in the name. Okay. And it was going down Lime Drive. Gotcha. So, I mean, he wasn't even close. And uh, he said he was looking for his car. He was going to sleep in his car, but he didn't have his keys, so he probably wouldn't be able to oh get in there. So, we took him. We're, we're, we're calling up to get a cab for him, and they said 10 minutes. So, we, I carried him, uh, put him, you know, put my arm around his back, put yeah. his arm over my shoulder, and carried him back to the catch. And as we're walking back, he said, where are you from? And he heard my friend, who's from England, uh, accent and he says where are you from and I said Philadelphia he goes so you're Irish and I go that's not I said Philadelphia I mean if you picked Philadelphia it's actually from there's a place in um, the Middle East Philadelphia there was a place it was a Greek it's a Greek name okay but I don't know where he got that Philadelphia other than Pennsylvania there's a <laughs> Philadelphia Mississippi and and <laughs> He goes to Irish, and I said, well, I happen to, you know, we have Irish descent, but that's neither here. And he starts talking about Belfast and Dublin and this, and he, get, he had some kind of wiring in his brain. He, was, he says his parents were from Ireland, and I don't think they were from Ireland, he said eventually, because he kept on talking about Belfast and Dublin. And then he started talking about an English soccer team, Tottenham. And then he said, uh, and my friend is of Irish descent, but... She was original in nationality. was English or British. Right. And um, he said, well, fuck the English. And she goes, just drop him right here. No, she wasn't ah. going to do it. She was, she was laughing. And uh, we knew we couldn't leave him. We, 
uh, drive them. I was I would even drive driven them, but we had another hour right. at work. Got him back to the cat, sat him down, uh, waiting for him, gave him a glass of water, and the uh, uh, we kept on asking him, "What's your phone number?" And he started telling us his address again. I said, "We understand. We got your address." What's your phone number? He told me like three, four times. It was pleasant enough as anybody gets drunk. When they're that wasted. They were wasted and eventually got a ride. And, uh, and then t- this morning I uh, checked the, or this afternoon I checked the uh, Monroe County. Uh, oh, the, the app for, to see if he was arrested? See, he was arrested. If he, they couldn't find his house, they may have just dropped him off. And right. he may have got picked up. But um, he did. So I got assuming he got home. So I'm hoping, yeah, you know, I'm or, hoping he got yeah, there. Yeah, he got home. Oh um, well, I, we you know we gave him paid for his cab. Yeah. We put him in his cab. I gave him gave him a nice tip, and uh, the uh, the thing that brought me back is earlier in the week I met these uh, two lovely ladies, a mother and a daughter, uh, Janine and Jennifer. Uh, they're originally from Antigua, uh, but now they live in the, in the states. And uh, Janine is a flight attendant. Okay. And uh, I. I Reflected because recently you've seen, uh, I think the last couple of years, these stories about people tell these nightmare stories of how it's on an airplane. Yeah, you see and people, the videos, people getting dragged off, like doctors getting dragged off of airplanes and all kinds of crazy I stuff. I know, but I mean, no one's really, and you never hear anybody responding. The response is usually from like a spokesperson for the airline. Right. It's not the person that was there, it's not the flight attendant. Yeah. And I thought about the similarities. If I worked at a, let's say, a Dave and Buster's or uh, some big chain like uh, uh, the Olive Garden, okay, that if something were to happen, I wouldn't be able to respond. It's corporate, so someone from a corporate at a corporate home office would be the one to respond. Now, because a lot of restaurants, other than airlines, aren't corporate; they're just mom and pops. People can respond on their own because there's no big thing, and you exactly. know if it's a serious, if it's a serious thing. But if it's a serious accusation, you usually have an, uh, a lawyer or something like that. But even on minor, even on minor um, uh, infractions, uh, airlines tend to go through their uh, public relations. Right. Yeah. So you you don't ever hear from the a flight attendant exactly what happened. I'm sure you hear if they get sued, they get to tell a jury what happened. But think of it, you know. A lot of times, when people get they get they're on the um, they're on the plane. Once you're, I mean, if someone was difficult at a restaurant, we could bounce them right out the door. Right. As soon as you think, call the cops. You're out of here. On a plane, it's very easy. On a, really well, well I mean, on a plane you can remove them, but it's then it's difficulty and it's tight quarters. So you have to do it as diplomatically as possible. And people have a tendency to use every advantage they have. When they're difficult, to stop from to stop themselves from being an asshole, they'll just they'll just use every advantage they have, and that's people around them, and they'll try to, you know, they they people don't know what that person did to the, the ticketing agent, the flight attendant, whether their seat that's their seat, how they behave the whole time, and you know, people have a tendency to band together when they're on the plane. They're all in it. There's passengers and there's flight crew. Right. right now, at a bar, we have you don't have uh, at a bar restaurant. You have something that really weighs in. Imagine if you're a flight crew, 
and 30 or 40 percent or 50 percent or more of the people in on the plane were friends or acquaintances of you and the other person was a stranger to them you get what mm-hmm. i'm saying there right that they identify on the plane they identify with the passenger not with the flight crew right. but at the restaurant they identify with me not with the problem customer so mm-hmm. it's automatically i have an advantage so this is what I'm telling you about the similarities and things like that. And when I have to do it, I'm just seeing people say, yeah, I know how Jim is. Jim didn't tell that guy to go fuck himself, right. which I may have. But <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I, Jim, Jim didn't push him rudely or something like that. Probably the person intimid, you know, did something aggressive towards right. him or something like that. I get the benefit of the doubt. In the case of a lot of these air crews, they don't get the benefit of the doubt. Uh, uh, you hear um, that some of the recent stories was a 15-year-old girl taken off a flight due to overbooking and she was taking off a plane that she was on a flight with her mother and her mother was at another seat and she wasn't told and she didn't find out until the plane was out of the air out in the air she was told that, that her, her daughter her minor child was taken on now there could be more to this story right the child you don't know how 15 year olds don't necessarily act that way you know act a certain way uh, and on a on a flight, they don't really care if you're over 10, I think, you're considered almost like an adult. I mean, the seating way. You don't get a break, break on your ticket, so you may not you may not have that um, statistic that telling you the age of the passenger. So they're looking at him. The kid doesn't know how to respond. A 15-year-old kid doesn't really, you know, they think they're grown up, right? I so they say, hey, listen, you got to tell my mom. And maybe she wanted to get away from her mom. Just fucking break, you know? I get yeah. I don't have to go on this. Tri- I didn't want to go on this trip anyway. Just yeah. I'll get off the plane. My boyfriend's my boyfriend's home. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back. Yeah, I'm getting you never off the know plane. The exact you don't. You don't know. Story. The oh, possibility. No. Possibility. They could have been. Air, airline could have been 100 percent wrong, but it also could have been an oversight, and there could have been miscommunications. Well, I'm absolutely. not getting any break from an airline for this. I'm not getting like that. No. Um, Although, I mean, you can't book a flight without your name, your date of birth, all of your information. How do they not have her boarding pass and not be able to tell I know. Her? I don't oh, know what's on the sheet. I don't know what's on the sheet. I don't know what on the sheet of the person that has. They may have just, I mean, you want to may want to make it as simple as possible because you see a seat number, you want to see a name, right? A male, female. You're right. You're right. You're very right there. And if it is, and it could have, and, and, it could have had unescorted. And since the mother wasn't sitting next to her, they could have thought it was an unescorted child which but even so would you would I'm not I'm not well I'm would not would you do that to an unescorted minor no 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 not not necessarily but I'll, I'm, 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 I'm I'll leave it to was... I'll leave it to there's plenty of people that can attack there I'll leave it for that for another show on right. that and, and then another one this is recent there was a delay in getting to the gate it was on hold and it was a couple hours the gate wasn't available I think and they were giving out water and the guy suggested well I hope that's vodka Maybe you should give it, giving us some vodka because of the inconvenience. And stressing us out on the yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he may have, have, have uh, what, there could have been a back and forth, and then eventually they called the air marshal. Right, and they were like, okay. They had the air marshals. I mean, the air marshals aren't on every flight. They're not on every flight, but in this case, um, they, they, they did. And, and then you have the physician that got bloodied. And the, but we... Uh, once again, unless we're there at the time, you hear the story and stuff like that. But I, I can just think of how difficult you're in that metal tube. Right. You're in the air. You're outnumbered. 
Yeah. There's uh, on many of these flights, there's maybe three, four, at most four, uh, unless it's one of those uh, the jumbos where you got uh, multi levels, multi levels yeah. and stuff like that. But if you know on a 140, 50 person flight, they you know have three to four flight attendants. I don't know what they normally need to do. I don't. I'm not sure either. Not I think sure it's four. The most I see is four. Depends on the plane, I guess, of how many. Yeah, the size and how yeah. many. But and, and it's not like a teacher. Think, imagine teachers. You got to control a room. This, the people are under stress. The uh, the passengers, right? They're under stress. Some a lot of them. A lot of them don't like flying. Right. A lot of them, um, uh, you know, they just. Some of them are naturally assholes. And they go into their mode, their protective mode. They're not, they, the people, the way they fucking take over the armrest. Yeah. Or move their seat all the way back without even asking. On uh, what one flight, the flight I was on, the Spirit, you can't move the seat back. Right. Which I, you know, actually it's a discourtesy to everyone. Which I think is pretty nice. Right. You know what I mean? No, no, no one can move their seat back. You know why? Because you don't know how to fucking handle it. You don't know, you know, you, you're you're uh, having no tray tables. There, there's not. Not on these. I don't think they have them on a short flight. I didn't. I don't. I don't. Unless I'm getting something to eat, I don't attempt to drop the tray table. I, I, I always drop it to put my iPad on it. Yeah. Pretty sure we had ours the last time we went. Well, I don't care. Did we? Hello, all. Tyler's here. Oh yes, Tyler's. Tyler's <laughs> it's Tyler. No. Um. But I mean, the spirit. I can't remember. Did we fly Spirit? That's all we ever fly. Oh, no. United or United? Yeah, uh, no, you just started flying Delta. Okay, Before well, United, one of one of them, uh, one of the uh, planes that seats didn't even go back. You know, I uh, I didn't. Spirits didn't. Oh, they okay. have the button, but it doesn't move. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Fuck them. People can't handle it. They can't fucking handle well, it. Well, I mean, if it's an international flight and you're crossing a pond, that's one thing. If you need to lay back and chill, but most most. Flights, domestic flights, <coughs> three to five hours. Max. Well, I know. Well, they take them away the leg room and stuff like that. But the flight attendants have to handle that. You know, all the a passenger can comment on social media, right? But if a flight attendant or a crew or a ticket agent, they yeah. can't go and say, "You don't fucking understand." I was at with the ticketing agent. I can see this. The ticketing agent sitting there, and they see they're right next to the bar. It was. Uh, I said that when I was in Philadelphia recently. It's right next to the bar, chicken piece, nice place. And you see people getting fired up, doing shots, shouting and stuff like that. They like to ride the corner bar. Right. And they are ready to get on a plane. They want to go. They're getting They're fucked like, up before they get on the plane. Yep. Yeah. That's, it's just one of those things to get them. And it doesn't, it, it's supposed to be a depressant, but you know how some people get. Some people are fine. They get sleepy after it. Yeah. I get friendly friendly I mean in the single days I get a little amorous some people get aggressive yep very aggressive very aggressive and on some the of it's depending on the alcohol they drink or depending on yeah yeah so the flight attendant has to deal with that and then you think of the similarities the clientele you're introducing intoxicating in the establishment if someone shows up intoxicated we say, oh, you can't serve you anything we don't want oh well go someplace else get out of here you know, and then we say, listen, you, we don't want you to drive. If you do drive and you're drunk, we could we can even say, we'll call the cops. If you get in your car and drive. I mean, we got friends on there. You know, we got people we care about. We we care about everyone actually. But um, what are you going to do in a, in a plane? You know, if they're intoxicating in a plane, it's hard to really 
tell them they're too intoxicated to get on a plane. Well, the but you could tell beforehand that someone's going to be difficult. What, what I mean, when you're in midair. Oh, in midair. I'm talking about when you're right, on the ground. I mean, like, what do you do? In midair, you have no choice. You have to somehow mm-hmm. tolerate these people and deal with them. Well, I saw you some know? pictures. I didn't put a picture. The picture I posted is on a Russian flight. And a guy, I don't know if he banged himself or by banging his head or something like that, but he had blood and all this stuff. And we just going nuts on the plane. Uh, but the, I can imagine when they're, you know when people come in, you can tell how they are. Yeah. You can tell how they are. There was, um, they get overly aggressive. Sometimes they're overly friendly to people. They're, they're you know, start harassing some of the employees or the other passengers. Imagine you sit next to someone and they're drunk and he starts putting his hand. There are people molested on flights. This is why flight attendants get paid really well. And they don't have to work very well. They used to, years ago when they did it, they did it. They were in a, whether you smoked or not, you smoked. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh. On a plane? Because they had, when I was a kid, I'm, there was there was ashtrays built into the yeah. arms of the of the plane. When I was growing up, they weren't ruled out. I mean, they were still there, but you weren't allowed to smoke on them. Okay, you know, but I remember I them smoking. Remember and there was and was. and people used to smoke like fucking crazy on the plane because they, like I said, most people are nervous about flying. Right, so they're just chain yeah. smoking. Yeah, I try to chill out before it. And then you have the demanding clientele. Not only that, we forget them being too drunk. Like the typical I want to get, I want a pillow, I want a blanket, um, at a bar. The similarities, you know, you have people think, give me ice. I want lemon. Give me a bunch of lemon to a bag. I want a lot more ice. Can you get rolls for the Just table and stuff like that? The one, they one at a time. You like get you one thing, get you one thing, and it's, and you'll notice. Thank you. The person that's hitting, always hitting the button. Yeah. The it's a ten percent. They call it a ten percent rule. There's ten percent of the uh, people going to demand ninety percent of your attention. And those are the people that are going to like be on social media, but like I asked for a pillow and it took her forty five minutes to get me a pillow. And yeah. blah, blah 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 blah. And I want to speak to a manager. They don't know. Yeah, they don't yeah. know what that other person. Now the person could be getting uh, um, something for a baby that's puking all over right. the place, or someone who's having a panic attack. Yeah. They they have other things. Someone thought think they may be having they may be having a heart attack. No consideration. Yeah. Well, and they don't and like where they're seated. Or they don't like where they're seated. Right. And they take it out at any establishment, any establishment, whether it's a restaurant, uh, airplane, if they're not happy with what they get, they take it out on the, the representative. Server. Yeah. Or the whatever it is, like in Publix. This guy's stocking the thing. Well, you raise the price on the pork and beans. Like and the guy that's stocking the shelf, yeah, he raised the price. <laughs> yeah, you think he did? No, the guy that raised the price on that is not in the fucking building. Right. Yeah, My and the person that made yeah you know, what thing about flying what is I have to check the flap and the seat back in front of me and see if the bark bag is still there because I'm always curious if the person in front of you know before me puked used it and puked in that seat because then I'm just weird, you know. Germophobe. That's the only thing that I'm a germ. Well, there's germs in that puking. fucking scene, no matter whether they're oh, puking or that. not. I mean, people have leaky. Well, they say the air leaky. dryers in your bathrooms now are just as bad, like the restaurant what? bathrooms. The air dryers, instead of paper towels, they're yeah. using the air things. You got to think it sucks in all of the bacteria in that bathroom, and then it shoots it right onto your hands. You're right. The you're airborne right. fecal matter. Yep. 
You're spraying yeah. it onto your hand. <laughs> <laughs> but, but wait, 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 wait. Oh, it's not hot. Yeah, it's just regular air. Regular it's air. Not, it's not hot air. If it's hot, it's just hot air poo. <laughs> oh, on those fucking planes, you go in. Every, if you walk into one of those stalls in that plane, you don't have, you can barely turn around into the, in the, in the bathroom. So they're... Yeah. Now, There's to, no real AC in the bathroom either. No, no. And you, if you really... Air, the food they sell at airports... Are so specially gonna, designed to make you have um, to poo. Have to. So, so you're gonna go in the airplane, sit on the toilet, sweat a little bit, and yeah. poo yourself. In, uh, I did. I, 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 it's it's tough, but if you gotta go, it's better than it's better than sucking it in. I've had really bad gas <laughs> on the plane, and I, man, I held it. I, I sucked it in. I sucked it in so much it felt like it was going to come out <laughs> from <laughs> from my lower from my duodenum, which is close which to your is anus. Your descending colon. Yeah. Yes. All the way. I think I backed it all the way up back to my esophagus. <laughs> so I mean, it it just sat, he felt was like burping farts. Yeah, yeah. Burping, I just burped the fart. <laughs> <laughs> burped yeah. Someone the said. That I remember a comedian said that about his son. His son goes. Um, I just uh, burped a uh, burp some burp some puke. You, you puked. Yeah, that's what you did. You just yeah, like puked. a burp. You yeah. threw up in your mouth. You threw up in your mouth. That's what you did. <laughs> I tell you about that in the, when I was in the Navy. Someone uh, during uh, uh, inspection, uh, guy was out the night before, and he was in my squad, and I'm looking to my right, and I see him his uh, cheeks puff out, and they come back in. And I go, he goes, uh, afterwards, I go, man, I thought you were going to puke. And he goes, what do you mean you thought I was going to puke? I puked. I said, you? Yep. I go, wow. I said like this, and you did it. And I said, you know, you passed. You passed inspection. If you had puked, you would not. (laughs) I had that. I I puked during a run. But that's all right. They don't care as long as you get your time in. I had a good time when I was running and puking. But I, I, I digress. Um, but uh, w- when you're up on a plane, like I said, all the things that someone has a problem when they want to speak to a manager, yeah. uh, they want it, something comp, they just feel so frustrated that they don't get what they want. It just builds up, builds up. They can't leave. Entitled. They can't leave. Yep. Yeah. And they'll take it out. So if you hit turbulence, are you going to complain about the pilot that got you there safely, even though you hit turbulence? Mm-hmm. Like you'd be able to see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, just yesterday in uh, near Tulsa, Oklahoma, there were tornadoes popping up right yeah. near the airport. We watched videos last night about yeah. it. I've never experienced a tornado. Oh. I've seen water spouts out here. I've been surrounded yeah. by them, and that's okay. That what's the What's the difference? It's no water difference. spouts over water. I know. I meant the force. Like if you got hit. Um, it, there's a lot of difference in the force. I mean, because it, it sucked out from the water, right? It drains it up some of the yeah. energy. They're small. Yeah. They're so small compared to... You're not going to find a mile-wide water, water spout. Oh, no. That would be something uh, like a day after and, tomorrow yeah. thing. It, um, but I remember a couple of years ago where, yeah, when you'd see the water spouts, mm-hmm. you'd see like four over here and three over there. And I you believe you're on the real rotation, locals with the Florida Keys. Yeah. They be- show them all the time. I believe that the rotation of a water spout... It's much slower yes. than a tornado because of the density of the water is so heavy to spin it, I believe. Is it believe opposite that. in the southern hemisphere, just like the toilets? I think they spin the other direction. Yeah. They, they, they call it a water spoot. 
Spook. No, that's Canada. You got to mix that with Canada. Um, but as we said, it's harder to kick a passenger off the plane. They they have to secure them uh, when they become violent. They got to figure out a way to secure them. And a lot of times, there's not a there's not a air marshal on every domestic flight. I was going to say that. I don't think I've ever been on a flight. And no, they have to. That there was a marshal. That's where passengers passengers are de are kind of unofficially deputized. Right? And I wonder if it's true. Just so makes me think of bridesmaids. What? The marshal is allowed to carry. Yes. Concealed, hidden very well. And they have a, but they use a different type of bullet on their ceramic the or something like that. They're also allowed to carry, but they have to be in a safe or a lockbox, I believe. I believe they have to be rubber bullets, which cannot penetrate the. Yeah, you don't want to depressurize the, yeah. uh, de right. the plane. Yep. But, you know, you sometimes you see how these fucking people act. You want them to. You ever seen the movie The Good Shepherd? No. Um, okay. It was, was Matt Damon. It was a C, he was a CIA uh, worked for the agency. But part of it, his son, his son dates a woman in, uh, gets engaged to a woman in Africa. He's going to get married. And um, uh, the, the country is kind of a, a proxy of the United States. And they find out the woman did some spying for the Soviet Union. And when she's traveling from her uh, village to go and get married in the capital to Nat Damon's son. Uh, she gets on a plane and midway during the flight they're over to Congo. You know how they used to get rid of dissidents back then when they do? Uh. Open the door to the plane. They did in Argentina. They used to do in Argentina all the, the Argentinian Navy uh, uh, planes. They used to take dissidents out over the uh, ocean. They wouldn't do it on land for one reason, because right. you don't want any evidence. Yes, but they just you know you'd fly them out miles out. Uh, you know, you easy to go fly, right. fifty miles. And just, we're not. They they, they didn't drop them. They, they didn't drop them close enough to. They wouldn't survive the impact. Yeah, the They'd impact. The waters like hitting concrete. Yeah, yeah. So they they would drop them out. But they show this woman. And you see her with she's holding a wedding dress. She's as she's going down into the jungle and stuff like that. They said, well, you know, some people. It's, it's cruel to kill somebody, but sometimes you can understand. You might want to do that, but opening the door is kind of <laughs> go say, "Hey, you want to get out?" You know that. You know, there's people that actually get panicky enough and try to open up the uh, exit hatch. You know, you say, "Man, I would, I would just really love to see someone." Well, you know, in in that concept, yes, some people, you know, and I mean, if I could throw someone, if 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 I. Uh, the old days, you'd see people in, in Old West, you, you know, some of the movies, you see them getting thrown in, through the uh, swinging doors. Yeah. Um, and if it's really high-budget Western, they throw them through the glass window. They didn't have those big windows back then, so I don't know how they did I that. I don't agree on, like, a purge, like the movie Purge. I yeah. don't agree on something like that, but you should be given one of the light socket um, finger rings. Yeah. And let society, you know... Let them choose their own fate. I, I I saw that movie. There's a ring with two prongs. Yeah. That I've seen over Facebook, and it's just, you know, if you're stupid enough to stick that ring into the electrical socket and electrocute yourself, then uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Is there? What was the premise of? Okay. What, what, of the purge? Yeah. Just once a year, you have 24 hours to free will and kill. No police. No nothing. What was the? Uh idea behind it. Uh, what does it do? Control? Yes, I believe so. Oh, really? What if 
No, you just get the violent people killing yeah. the nonviolent people. Then you ended up with more violent people. Right. That have a tendency to wait around a year to be violent. So, okay, well, either here and there. Well, Janine, uh, I'd like to thank you for bringing the idea. That had, there, we do have um, considerations where, where if you are on a flight, you know, don't, don't automatically assume that the flight crew is in the wrong. Um, we, we can't automatically assume anything nowadays, but who knows. Uh, on a lighter note, I don't know if it's a lighter, it could be serious. Uh, in my news feed, I get uh, a lot of science. I like science. I don't understand it all the time. And they're calling it, they're not calling unidentified objects. UFOs anymore? No, they're calling them like UAFs or something like that. Un, unannounced. I don't know if it's some, if they don't respond or something like that, but off the East Coast, they say United States fighters have come, uh, Navy, um, Fighters have come in contact over the recent years. No, but they're thinking it's it's not necessarily aliens. They're afraid someone actually has technology that's more advanced. Like so someone actually. I don't know what. Well, you you'll find it and then you'll say, oh, that's what it is. But they just went instead of doing UFOs, they changed it to another acronym. Unidentified aerial something. Yes, something like that. So, but it's something where they don't have a uh, a coherent emission. They don't see, you know, they don't see a propulsion system, and they see a, it's very nimble and fast, and way uh, beyond the capabilities uh, of the U.S. Now, the old days on the, in the West, they used to think that it, there's a testing grounds in the, in the in the far west where they used to think that. You know, if they were developing aircraft, you wouldn't tell, you couldn't tell anybody really. You wouldn't even tell someone in your own service if you're you testing. About Area 54? Not necessarily 54. There's uh, China Lake, that's a Navy one out there. Area 54 was a, a great place to test planes because you, you, you just restrict it and people automatically think, and I'm not, I'm not poo pooing conspiracy theorists or doing that, but they, they're suggesting because uh, Putin alluded to having a capability I mean if you took a certain amount of resources and threw it at a problem you might be able to develop something they're talking now to do a hypersonic jet there's a private company that's well, developing hypersonic jet that's going to go Mach, Mach 5 and they're talking about 90 minutes from New York to London which is twice as fast as the uh, Concorde used to go and prior to that there was a ballistic uh, they were going to do a ballistic uh that would go into a semi-ballistic trajectory and it would actually go up to Mach 12 or something like that. But the cost of it would be prohibitive. I mean, Elon Musk is coming. Oh, and one of the things with that Navy UFO thing, people, um, they, they suggest it was Russian or Chinese. The Chinese wouldn't operate off the Atlantic coast because that's not their, their base off. They, they do more Pacific. So if you pull more Russians... But Russians, you'd think the Russians would be more in the Far East, too, because they have um, all that open spaces. And five over Euro European, our allies with the tight air defense systems, they concern. But that leaves the aliens, Russians, and uh, Elon Musk. See, I, People I, are I, suggesting that it's one of our... Uh, I don't see anything wrong with certain areas, you know, Area 54 and stuff like that, where our government is trying to make the newest and greatest best thing 
to have it restricted. You know, I. Yeah. You have to have it restricted. Yeah. If, you're, if you're a defense and industry been, thing, you're not going to start saying, oh, look, we're developing an air defense system. We're going to show you all the pictures of it, and this is how it works. Here's a schematic and stuff. That's not how you do it, because they're, well, they're working hard to steal it anyway. Um, the, uh, the Chinese have able, been able to buy advanced avionics from our allies. So it's like fucking Popeye's chicken going and getting the colonel's recipe... <laughs> And fucking, okay, well, we're going to get it. We're going to reverse engineer it. You say, well, there's Popeye's chicken. Oh, well, that's the same recipe we have. No, you can't prove it. What is, your, way, what is your recipe? We'll tell you what it is. UAP is Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. There we go. That's why you th we're thinking UAF because of the yep. phenomena. Yep, But UAP. all of that is the University of Atlanta, or uh, I'm sorry, University of Alaska Fairbanks is UAF. What? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you said UAF. I was like, UAP. 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 It's UAP. UAP. UFOs, UAPs, and Yeah, isn't that weird how they change the... C-R-A-P-S. Um, so, multiple. Well, I mean, I guess it explains... But isn't it unidentified flying object? It could be a weather balloon. Right. It could be a very but attractive aluminum kite. aerial phenomena... Could be a cloud. It could be... It could, anything that flies. Yeah, well... Any, anything aerial, aerial phenomena. It doesn't mean it's but, flying. Well, it could be floating. But phenomena would mean... It could, a, it could be a reflection of a. It could be a reflection of a cloud. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But and then uh, crap, a C R A P, completely ridiculous alien piffle. <laughs> a crap. Yeah. This guy says, you know, it seems like all the data that we do have can help you distinguish between UAPs and what I call completely ridiculous alien piffle, such as crop circles, cattle mutations, alien abductions, and anal probes. <laughs> so that would be yeah. There's, there's your Anal probes. Anal probes. Well, how did well, that? You know, there's a lot of people that say they were abducted by aliens and that they were probed anally. So I'm guessing that. Yeah. The government controls all. There was a bit on. Uh, it was uh, kids in a hall, and they did these alien. Uh, they had the big heads, and uh, they're 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 standing at a console, and they said uh, one of the aliens talking to the other, and they're going. Isn't it horrible that we go over thousands of light year, years, years to come to Earth? We um, we kidnap some specimens, and then what we what do we do? We you know we don't educate them, we don't pass on any gifts, we anally probe them, and what have we found? One out of ten of them don't seem to mind it that much. <laughs> You know, they show this guy leaning back, pulling his legs back and smiling. And the guy goes, don't you think we were meant for something bigger than this? Maybe we can, uh, you know, create more harmony, peace, uh, you know, enlightening for these people. And the guy says, no, our leader says this is what we do. We come over and we do it. He goes, come on, let me take your eye. Let's take your mind off of here. Have a drink and come over here and look at my collection of uh, anal points. <laughs> And the guy says, fuck you. It's just, they actually blanked it out because it was American television, but they could say fuck you at that time uh, on Canadian television, I think. So uh, that, was a pro that was great. And uh, on that note, do you know Christian Vivian? She's a uh, young woman. She's a uh, insurance agent over at, uh, right next to the Circle K. No, oh, okay. And, and she's been a listener of the show. 
and she heard about the episode where we almost got into the lover's boutique right <laughs> yeah and and I uh, and how it got shot down because uh, Luke uh, suggested that there was a possibility of him using uh, one of their butt plugs and if there's such a thing as a vibrating butt plug which I think there probably would be one it would make sense to do they got dildos don't and all this stuff. vibrating like everything everything like, I yeah. yeah I mean but I don't know about putting anything electrical up my anus or anything like that what's different than the maybe other that's what the aliens I don't put anything electrical on that end either maybe that's what it is these people think oh you mean oh wait aliens. a battery a battery power you're right battery power and how much shock you're going to get from that I, I mean, that. it's not I mean, like a taser. Use it for the front side. What's any difference going on the back side? Well, I've never inserted any. I guess. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if a woman is using a vibrator, what's the difference of using that? You're saying a woman's using plug? an anal plug. Yeah, a woman's using an anal plug. Maybe a guy is. Uh, either way. What I'm, yeah. what I'm saying. But they're suggesting it, and and the the thing that shot us down was that they would they give probably, credence to the thought. That Luke would be able to use one as uh, try it out. Yeah. And then she goes, she came up with a thing. What is there going to be a wall there? Fifty percent off of uh, <laughs> gently <laughs> used. No, gent, gently uh, used anal plugs, lovingly uh, used uh, dildos, refurbished, refurbished, repatched blow-up dolls. Right. You know. Like, look, uh, this, is our, this is our clearance table. Yeah, the clearance table. Everything is slightly used. A reupholstered <laughs> pocket pussy. Sorry you know? that the, the, I'm sorry that everything's slightly yeah. damaged. Yeah, but, I mean, but if, you would like to if you're on a budget and you need to get the top the top selling uh, uh, vibrating anal beads, then maybe that's the way to go. On the clearance rack. Yeah. I mean, our uh, Jack Walker would probably buy off of that rack. Our walking jacker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, uh, well-used, uh, half-off, uh, partially-used uh, box lights. of Kleenos, <laughs> Kleenex, uh, you know, open jer- uh, Jergen's open lotion. Jergens. Well, we took the Jergen lotion from the back of the one of the rooms, the viewing rooms. and uh, yeah. But you can buy this no instead of $2.50. <laughs> yeah. If you've got a really good deal. Uh, you know what? We're at almost 41 and a half minutes. I think oh, we should start yeah. pushing our... Uh, oh, our reviews. Well, first, I wanted to thank listeners, too. We've well, had... Um, yes. We've got listeners, new listeners. Yeah, from uh, Beverly Hills, California. Ah. And if you're a fucking, if you're a fucking <laughs> writer or producer for one of those shows, and you're trying to glean an idea, I don't think it's going to work. I don't, it's, sometimes it's not even really funny when we say it. It'll probably be even less funny when you say it. <laughs> but we could possibly be the but if next you're not, Big Bang Theory. Except no, I, they don't. They don't go and discover you and do it. They just steal it. <laughs> they fucking steal it they like steal a fucking it. used anal probe. Just wait. That's yeah. what you're doing. Just you, wait. you guys, if you're stealing, if you're stealing the material, you're like the guy that wants to use a vibrating uh, pre-owned anal plug. If, if it's if shortly, and then you expect you're, you're 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 just delivering an anal plug. If but if you were listening and you're just feel inspired or stuff like that, and you like to get more. Because there's a whole lot of material. I have a book right here if, of ideas. If we see shortly a sitcom that yeah. has an episode about the clearance table at the porn store, yeah. Yeah. we know where you got it from. Mm-hmm. And we're going to wash your hands. You should wash your hands of it we, right away. Literally. You wash your hands with an air Literally, fryer. yes. With a, with a, a fecal, <laughs> fecally <laughs> defective. Fecal air and move your toothbrush closer to your toilet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Howie Mandel. Oh. 
right? Where's because of the flash? Where's the still having my toothbrush? No, all you have to do is close the lid, right? When you um, flush, no, it reduces it. Mythbusters did it. When you're pooping, yep. your legs aren't together, so there's still fecal matter in the air that's good. No, ugh. I mean, hey, listen, let me explain something. Is it ninety percent of dust uh, If, if you're going to get rid way. of, if yeah, you're going to all your dust mites underneath your bed are all your dead skin cells. Well, all around the place, well, not it's mites. Dead, mites are living mainly, things. mainly, you know, pet dander, skin, dead skin cells, and stuff like that. It's dust. Mm -hmm. That's dust. Yeah. And that, in these old houses, a lot of times... It's your skin. It's Or rats. You know, rats. rat hair. It's and the skin from the rats. Skin from the rats and, right. and stuff like that. But yep. you know what doesn't kill you does make you stronger that way. You ever hear about uh, the idea of the ki putting, making kids completely antibacterial is... Um, it's bad for them. Hurting their ability to fight. Yeah, because... Yeah. If you, can, if you, if you use anti-inflammatories to reduce... Uh, these inflammation stuff before they, um, because your body's fighting two things at a time. Like when your throats get sore, you just uh, I gargle with hot, hot salt water and let my immune system kind of fight it because I want to have that penicillin for when I fucking really need it. But uh, I, mean, I did say it before. But once again, if you are honestly, there could be you could be sitting in your mansion or back in your uh, groundskeeper uh, shed on the back of Tom Cruise's. Sitting next to the pool, or no, here, Charlie Sheen, no, I don't Beverly think so. Hills. Charlie Sheen's not in Beverly Hills anymore, is he? That's where the so Laguna Beach. Okay, <laughs> two and a half men. Okay, what, isn't there? Uh, what's there a Beastie Boys song? Beverly Hills. That's where I wanna be. Yes. Yep. And they had that kind of like a Vietnamese <laughs> yeah. kind of girl in the background <laughs> saying it. Just saying, thank you, Beverly Hills, for yeah. uh, listening. Well, to and, yeah, Con France, Con France, not Con where the movies are. Con C A E N. Uh, Barcelona, Singapore. Ooh. Yeah. Still no oh, North Singapore. Korea yet, dear leader. Get if you can listen, fucking man, I will send you. Oh, wait. You have connections up north near our cheese capital of oh, the world. I do have connections. If we can get it, we'll send you. I will send you squeaky Wisconsin. What's that far? What's that? And uh, we'll send you one of those Squeaky Harvest cheese. Farms, Harvest, what's that? Oh, the, that's not a real story. I know, but he would love that. Squeaky Cheese. Squeaky Cheese? Squeaky Cheese. We'll send you Squeaky Cheese, dear leader, if you get, listen to the show. Yeah. Uh, we'll have you on. I'll call you up, and you can uh, maybe have something to say. Absolutely. Yeah. I know Donald Trump has a hard-on for you. No, I will tell you, when my sister drives down, she brings me Squeaky Cheese. Yeah? Last time. They got cheese. They got cheese in uh, Poland, too. They sell cheese alongside the yeah. road. They got cheese vendors. Yeah, I know. Kind of weird. There's a lot of cheese there too. It's a different. It's a, a different of type of cheese. You gotta have cows. They have a lot of cows. If you have cows, you get cheese. Okay, and and, and it, goats. If you, uh, goat cheese. We normally we say leave us a review on um, whatever platform you listen to, especially um, iTunes, Spreaker, iHeartRadio. Uh, it's got uh, uh, Spotify. Spotify. All the all those things. Google wherever you absolutely, uh, listen. or even on our Facebook. You can leave it. Oh, follow. Become follow a follower on Facebook. on Facebook. Look up uh, Keys Bartender. I put. I made a mistake. I changed it to a company since it became an LLC. Now we have two. We have the Keys Bartender <laughs> oh. and we have Keys Bartender. It's the one that has Jim. We have both. I'm going to combine them. I'm going to combine them. Right. Same well, one. Well, for right now. We right. own both. So, if, I mean, if you see Jim's face looking through a shot glass, then that is. The that was one. actually a prescription shot glass. Yes. It was. It was given to me by a former bartender who uh, 
became an optometrist. Oh, how fabulous. Not true. Not true at all. <laughs> but thank you very but much. Leave us a review. Yep. Send us some comments. We'll definitely love to talk to you on Let's see if we can get this work. This is... Uh, oh, he's using his stylus. Uh, yeah, I'm oh. using my... It's yeah. working now. Oh, he's playing. <laughs> oh, I got to bring up the volume. I'm up the volume. I didn't have the volume up. That's the reason why. I'm going to play in the beginning.